Hey y'all, the podcast you're listening to is brought to you by TomAndBunny.com. Our podcasts are for adults over the age of 18. If you are under 18, we ask that you turn off our channel. What you're about to hear is our personal opinions and what works for us in the swingers lifestyle. What works for us may or may not work for you, and there is no right or wrong way that you should participate in the swinging lifestyle. Our podcast and videos give people a better understanding of our lifestyle and how we choose to live it. We invite you to follow us on our social media where we post fun photos and other lifestyle-related topics. We can be found on both Twitter and Instagram under the screen name at Tom and Bunny. All of our videos, as well as our other podcasts, can be found on our website. Go to www.tomandbunny.com. You should make your own decisions on the level of participation if you choose to become involved in this lifestyle. Have fun, play safe, and enjoy our podcast. It's pretty sad when we have to do such a long intro as a disclaimer that our uh, these are this for entertainment and our opinions. Not yes. we don't yeah, want anyone so injecting themselves with Lysol or anything <laughs> like that. So that's why our intro is so long. We do apologize about that. Legalities, but look at I keep going back farther so you can see my shirt. I think I see boobs. <laughs> so <laughs> your shirt looks crooked on the screen. Well, you got to kind of kind of kind of adjust that sucker everything everything is bigger in texas everything is huge in texas so if you are listening to us on spotify itunes google or podcast sites anywhere around the world we are doing this live not live semi-live recorded (laughs) but we are doing it on video so you could see bunny's shirt and you could see the people we're talking to and we are starting a whole new format where we actually are bringing on experts, club owners, and anyone we feel that benefits the lifestyle. So you get a double whammy. You can either listen to it as a podcast or you can go on and watch it as a video. Exactly. So check out TomAndBunny.com. We'll have the video on there along with our podcast. Check out YouTube or any of your podcast sites if mm-hmm. you don't care to see us. <laughs> so we have a special guest today. We do. We have... Oh, I get to have a three-way with Toms, with the Toms. (laughs) With the Toms. We have Tom, the owner of Texas Players Club, and that's texasplayers.com. And we're going to bring him on to ask him some questions about how he's coping with the pandemic and what he intends to do and what he's been doing to subsidize the income because being closed and running a 10,000 square foot club has got to be daunting. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, most people out there, they don't understand what is involved in it. So they just think, Oh, it's just my local club. They'll be there when I get back. Right. And I just can't imagine having to pay all those expenses. No. I mean, we're furloughed right now. Yeah. So we, we don't, we only got our little bit of bills. He has a house payment and the club and everything. Yeah. So I want to welcome Tom. I'm going to bring him on the screen real slow here. And hey, Tom, hey, how are you doing? Tom. Hey guys, how are y'all? We are doing good. We're doing good. You like that intro? That's really good. Yeah. But uh, you know, I, have- I really like Bunny's shirt. I love Bunny's shirt. <laughs> you, you gave that to her. About three, four years ago. Yeah. 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 But and like I told her then, I said, I have visitation rights on that logo. So absolutely. <laughs> That's why it's strategically placed. The only problem is yeah. she doesn't wear it when we're all naked in your pool. <laughs> 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 so we brought you on because, you know, we're getting asked a lot of questions because a lot of people knew we ran our own club and 
we don't have all the answers anymore. We have yeah. answers on tourism and travel, but we don't have club back end stuff. And you might not even have the answers because a lot of people are getting their answers off the news. And depending on what source you listen to is depending on the news that you get. And, but one of the things is, is right now you have been feeling the impact for how long at players club? Oh, about 60 days now. 60 days. And and you were one of the, being in Texas, you were one of the last ones to close. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. We, we, we don't have, you know, uh, thankfully we don't have the infection rate that a lot of places do. So um, we were one of the fewer ones to close. Now, yeah. uh, for our, our guests are all over the world. So uh, give them a synopsis of what Texas Players is and how long you've been in business and what they can expect by coming to your club. Well, Players is, uh, you know, we started Players in 1999 and uh, uh, we built it up over the years and started off as a hobby and then soon took it took off a, on its own direction as like a like a monster and uh, we, we've grown it and uh, we, we went to two locations and then back down to one uh, after some health issues, made me uh, reevaluate a few things. And uh, so now we run a 10,000 square foot club. We're open three nights a week, Thursday, Fridays and Saturdays. And uh, we have members from all over the country and all over the world. We have a lot of visitors from Mexico every weekend uh, being in the uh, seventh largest city in the, in the country, uh, San Antonio is a big destination, so we get visitors all the time. Now, two two um, two thoughts on um, that is when you get visitors, you are in a destination location. San Antonio, you got the Alamo, you got the Riverwalk, so people can go to those during the day and then go to your club at night. And I think you mentioned like you have a Air Force base or a military base. Right. Yeah, we have there's we have uh, uh, we still have uh, uh, several three air three, uh, two air force bases and a uh, army base and uh, another army post. Um, all the air force cadets go through Lackland Air Force Base down here in San Antonio, and so we get uh, regularly during graduation. We're going to see the parents. They're going to go to the graduation, and then they're going to come over to the club at night. Nice. Oh. Of course they are. They got to get away from all that family and have fun on their own. <laughs> right. Now, how does one go to Texas Players? You want to refer to us Texas Players because it's texasplayers.com. Or do you just want to be called yeah. Players Club? It's Well, yeah, it's one of the problems. It's like uh, Players Club is owned by Marv Griffin. And it's like you're trying to get that URL, you know, 20 years ago was like almost impossible. And going so to any we casino. had to get Texas Players. <laughs> and uh, so, but the club is Players Club. And, uh, and uh, like I said, we had one in Austin for a while. Um, and we had one in San Antonio. So we had uh, Players SATX and then Players ATX for Austin, Texas. But it's... Uh, the URL is Texas spelled out and then texasplayers.com. Yeah. Nice. Now, uh, can somebody just walk in and join or do they have to pre-sign up online? We can do it either way. We have, uh, we, we've developed uh, with, some, uh, with some people, we've developed a website that uh, you can do everything online and then confirm it when you come in. Uh, you'll be electronically signing our membership agreement, uh, everything else, uh, providing your information. Or when you come in, there's a kiosk, and you can put that information in there. Uh, you don't have to call ahead of time. You don't have to make arrangements to have voice confirmation and things like that. Um, you know, we're legally operating. We're licensed by the city. We're licensed by the state. You know, we 
collect sales tax. We, you know, pay our taxes. We have insurance and workman's comp and all that stuff. So we're a completely legit legal club, you know, operating. And so you can just walk in off the street. And as long as you agree to abide by our, our, our membership agreement and present yourself, um, you know, a membership committee will review it. And if there's no real big issues, it's not a problem. You can always visit on your first night. Now, one of the things, uh, uh, me and Bunny ran a club and people always say something about open to the public and everything. And our office technically was open to the public because you had to come in there to sign the membership application mm -hmm. and everything. But once you pass the doors, you had to be a bona fide member. You couldn't even use the bathroom or we, we, we wouldn't even let them use the bathroom without being a paid bona fide member. At right. our club. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's correct. You, yeah. Yeah. You, because one of the things that you're going to do is you're going to sign an agreement that what you see here stays here. It's a lot like Vegas inside of that club. Right. <laughs> now, during the pandemic, you, we talked in very first on that you've been closed for 60 days. Yeah. What have you been doing in the interim to, I mean, because it has to cost a fortune, to run a 10,000 square foot nightclub that has not one person. It's like the NASCAR race today. The attendance yeah. was zero. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, we, yeah, we've, uh, uh, we, we were able to negotiate with our landlord, um, to where we would just pay triple net, but triple net, you know, triple net is like, uh, uh, property taxes, insurance, things like that, that that's always in there. The, he's not getting any profit off the deal. Um, but he's not losing any money. Um, we're paying it to because it's just you know the right thing to do. That and, is uh, nice. But it's 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 still you know it's still a lot of money um, that we're not getting anything in. Um, we do have uh, we we uh, we installed on our on our private website our work or our servers um, a a video chat room similar to what we're using now, uh, but it's only on our servers, so people can't break into it. And so we've been hosting uh, virtual swinger parties and things like that um, for our members. And, you know, they have to be a member and have to be, have a profile on our website and uh, that allows them to get on there. So a lot of them have been utilizing that to stay in touch with their friends. Which helps subsidize players club. Right. Because you it, still got, it's not much. We're not charging. Yeah. We're not charging for the use of that, but, but you do have to make sure that your membership is active. So all we've been getting is membership fees while we've been closed. Well, I saw, and we did a podcast. I know Bunny's not, I'm doing all the talking because um, I got a lot of questions. I, I saw that you did a membership drive. And I did do a membership drive. We um, actually told, because of you, we actually got on our podcast and we said, hey, you know what? That's the greatest thing in the world. Call your local clubs and mm -hmm. see if they're doing any kind of specials to help offset it. Yeah, we had we had a couple of members say, "Hey, we want to do a GoFundMe or stuff like that." It's like, no, I don't want you to. I don't want charity out of the deal. Um, but what I will do is I'll offer you a lifetime membership. Um, you still have to pay the door fees or something like that, but you won't have to worry about paying an annual membership or a, a monthly recurring fee or something like that. And so we've done that, and um, and we've been very successful with that, and and that helped to to fund us. So we have, you know, and and it helps that we've been here for twenty years. It's not like we're going to be here and you know and gone tomorrow. A lot of bars are in trouble. And yeah, right. they may not they are. They may not be open. And a but, lot of the newer swing clubs, 
lifestyle yeah. clubs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're but, being politically yeah, correct. But also too, with the online virtual parties that keeps your members close so they can see yes. at least see each other's faces and have that communication open. So that way when you do open, they're going to really definitely come out so they can actually social yeah. distance with their friends. <laughs> actually, yeah, yeah. we're huggers in this lifestyle. Right. We're a social group. All of us. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And so I don't know how this whole pandemic is going to be because um, we're seeing on Facebook a lot of people arguing. Some people are saying, you got to wear masks for the rest of your life from this point on without knowing all the facts. And then you got other people saying, I'm not going to wear a mask if you put a gun to my head. Right. And it depends. And that's where we actually, I actually did a little survey on that too. And I said, would you, do you think people should wear a mask? And literally it was 50, 50. Yeah. And I was like, I, 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 I just couldn't understand like me. I'm deaf. We, we talked about that on my Facebook page. And I said, you know, I can't, I read lips. I, I, I hear people, but it doesn't compute until I actually read the lips so I could see what they're saying, not hear what they're saying, but see it. And when they have a mask on, I just went back into the deaf ages. Well, it, it's not just you, Tom. It's like, uh, you know, I have the same issue. I think everybody uh, tends to, if, you, if you're looking at somebody's face, that helps you because it's like, I had a, you know, uh, I have to turn on the closed circuit uh, deal on the TV every once in a while because I can't understand what people see if I can't see their mouth. And yeah. it's like, yep. you know, so I think it's, I think that's with a lot of people. But like I was, I was talking about too, like with the social distancing in this lifestyle, we don't shake hands. So we're not going to fist bump. We're not going to elbow bump. We're, we're going to hug. hug people. So that throws <laughs> a whole different. And what if someone becomes very paranoid and you used to hug them before and you go back to a club scene, let's just say we go into a player's club and we see an old friend and we go and hug them. Next thing you know, they flip out For going, sure. oh my God, you just touched me. But yet you're going to go to the black playrooms here in a few You're going to go to the black playrooms <laughs> with your mask on. Well, I think it's, it, I think it's probably going back to swinging one-on-one. It's like, we're going to have to start all over again. And so it's like, you know, uh, we always preach the ask before touching right. deal. So it's going to have to be the same thing. Even with your old friends, it's like, come up to them and say, can I, can I hug you? Or, or are we not there yet? Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Now, um, I mean, I just mentioned, it's going to be very interesting to see people in the playrooms, bonafide, going at it. And having mask on, it's I, I I just I it's not a visual I really think would be very erotic. Yeah, we're we're going to promote doggy style as the new social distancing. Right. I I literally just saw on my Twitter feed some ads for some erotic videos, and they're they're doing videos now with mask on. Yeah. I and think I, that this is the time that you should start selling um, BDSM masks. Right. Yes. <laughs> I mean, the well, masks we thought, don't work anyways. <laughs> we thought that when we when we finally get to reopen, it's going to be a mask uh, a mask ball. Of course, but it's not going to cover your eyes. It's going to cover your noses. Right. <laughs> I said a great one would be doctors and nurses. Yeah. My, well, I my, think we ought to wear a thong. Right. <laughs> I think so too. My only problem with the mask is I don't have a problem with people wearing them. I worked in a hospital. I was a um, project manager for the largest healthcare center in Arizona. And I had to go into areas where I had to wear masks. They taught me 
how to put the mask on, how to take yep. it off. There are ways to putting it on and taking it off so you don't infect yourself. And yeah. everywhere we're going, I'm seeing them below their nose. I'm seeing them yeah. on their chin, on around their neck. We had a lady on the walking track, literally, it was around her neck and walked past us five times. And then on the sixth time, she put it up. And I'm like, that just didn't make no sense. Yeah. Yeah. Or they reach up underneath the mask and, and rub their nose. Exactly. Right. I said, you don't realize yeah. how many times you touch your face in a day when you're not supposed to, until now when you're not yeah. supposed to. And here we are on video exactly. and I'm like, I got to touch my nose. <laughs> Someone's going to put me on blast. So I'll do it right here on camera. <laughs> but but I, no. yeah. I'll tell you what though, I give you kudos because I would not want to be running a club right now with this whole new change. It's going to be definitely a whole new ball game for you, I think. At least yeah, we're, 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 we're taking a look at how we're going to uh, reopen if we're going to, um, you know, have people answer the questions and basically sign a disclaimer and then, you know, do a forehead temperature thing and stuff like that. So, you know, we're, we're still going to be watching that very carefully because we want to protect our people. And we're going to advise them, you know, saying, hey, if you're not comfortable, please don't come out. I think um, that's a perfect answer. Yeah, because you're not going to have just San Antonio people. You're going to have people no. driving in. Right, because you always do. Yeah. Oh, I the emails haven't stopped. I mean, I've probably gotten three emails. It's like you know we're we're going to come up from Corpus or we're going to be there. You know, uh, Memorial Day. Are you going to be open? It's like you know we hope we're open, and I know it just all depends on what the governor says. Yep. Now the governor's going to go on Monday night, and I say <laughs> Monday night because it's right now we're on May seventeenth, mm -hmm. and. Right. Our goal is to have this out tomorrow morning so people can hear it before um, the governor goes on. If you, your best wishes, you don't know what the governor is going to say, what would you hope to open like next well, weekend? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, are we, you ready to open? Hope. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean we're we're ready to open. Uh, my wife went over and did the did the inventory. You know, we we serve food there as well, and so she did the inventory and find out what all we need to do. Um, you know, all of our all of our workers are on standby, ready to go, and uh, so the club is clean. Nobody's been there. We're not allowing anybody in the club, so um, it's there. And then when when we were still open before. When, when this was COVID was, was starting to show up and before we closed, I mean, we had, we had a girl that was working walking around sanitizing everything after everybody, you know? And so, um, you know, we we're doing that, changing the sheets after every time uh, a room has been used. So yeah, you know, there's you, a lot of differences. Players club has always been really good at that. You actually have a physical person yeah. and when someone leaves the area, they literally clean it, sanitize it. But they've been doing that long before yeah. the whole virus thing. It's yeah. on our video, and they can watch yeah. the video. I just watched a fast food chain that everyone knows. I don't want to mention it because I don't, I don't know the legalities on it. But they are going to open their dining room, and they're going to make sure after you leave, they're going to sanitize the area you sat in, and they're going to – touchless food they're going to deliver it on a cart and you take it off the cart then they're going to sanitize the cart again all this other stuff and i looked at bunny i said ours can't even empty the garbage can <laughs> what makes us think they're going to sanitize anything yeah <laughs> but that's the risk but i mean all this is all in good faith it's all great ideas but making it an action that is upheld i don't see it happening i see a lot of good intentions 
but no follow through. It'll be good follow through for the first couple of weeks. And then it'll be, oh, I'll let that go and worry about that. But your playrooms have always been that way, irregardless. So that, to let people know, there's absolutely no worries about your playrooms. Well, we, we appreciate that. One of the things that my wife and I uh, said when we were going to open up a club is, is that, you know, we're, you know, we're in the lifestyle. And so we wanted a club that would be the kind of club that we wouldn't want to go and play at. And that's why we built that. And it was like, we built it not as a way to make money or something like that is we built it as a place to meet our friends. Yeah. Now, did and you use this time? Go ahead, bunny. Oh, I'd say that's the best way to do it. I was just going to say, you know, I think once people start tiptoeing back out and the, Texas is a lot different because it's a lot bigger and it's more open than than if you're in a major city. But I think once in Texas. people start venturing <laughs> back out, <laughs> once people start venturing back out and they realize, oh my God, I didn't get sick. I right. think we're going to go back to normal society. Yeah. Uh, yes. That's my opinion. At least in our, I, I think, at least in our lifestyle. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's just people's got to get past that fear. Now, um, we watched the news and the news, uh, I know we talked about it earlier. The news was saying that if you're on the beach, it, it's kind of ironic. If, if you're on the beach and I'm looking at pictures and everyone's 20, 40, 50 feet apart, there wasn't that many people on the sand. They were all required to wear masks. And if they didn't, they could be fined. And we know that's constitutionally illegal but that's up for them to challenge a legal challenge on that but i was talking to my dad today and he said all the beach parking is closed near their beaches the beaches are open parking's closed and they tell you not to park in front of people's houses <laughs> control <laughs> yeah, that won't ha that won't happen in texas i mean the, the governor already came out and said that you know you cannot be fined for not wearing a mask and said it's a suggestion and that's the way that we that we run things down here is is that you know do what you need to do for yourself and you know take responsibility for your actions. The government's not there to to do it for you. So if you feel like you need to wear a mask, wear a mask. If you don't, then don't. And you know what? We being in Alabama, that's how Alabama's been throughout the whole COVID. Right. Um, even at Tom's doctor's appointment the other day, masks were not required inside the hospital. We literally walked in. And we, ha she had mask in her purse, and I, I I'm sorry, if people want to slap me for it, but I just, I gotta see faces, and therefore I want people to see mine, and I'm keeping distance. We walk in, and we've been self quarantined since March 8th. We don't have nothing. We not, we haven't touched anything, touched anybody, talked to anybody. So I, I know I'm completely safe. We walk in there, and I kind of put my head down when every patient in the waiting room is wearing a mask. And I'm like, oh, damn. So I walk up to the counter. Not one person working in the doctor's office wore a mask. Now, my doctor wore a mask when he came in to see us, but mm -hmm. I think he did that for our comfort. Right. Because when we saw him walking through the hallway, he was not wearing his mask. And we straight out asked these, um, his nurses, um, have you had anybody through come through here? And they're like, no, we haven't even heard of anybody. Right. So it's just where you go. And like I said, I think once people get comfortable with the, once they get back out there and they realize, oh, now I can have fun again, they're going to yeah. be flocking back to your club. 
Yeah. Well, y'all are in a rural area and, and I'm in a rural area and, and, uh, you know, there's some counties in Texas. I mean, you know, like you said, Texas is a lot of big open space. There's some counties in Texas that haven't had any COVID infections. And so why should they be shut down at all? Right. Right. Now, um, a lot of clubs that we talked to are, have been taking this time. Now, uh, officially it was what, two weeks you were supposed to be closed and now you're going mm-hmm. on 60 yeah. days. Yeah. A lot of them have been remodeling or doing painting or projects, but in, now you're in a conservative state, so they're a little more lax, but some of the clubs that we've talked to that are not in the conservative states have been told they can't even go into their own club and do remodel while they're not open. And I'm thinking, are you kidding me? They, they weren't even allowed oh, to have employees. there working on one side of the building and the opposite side of the building. Yeah. Well, you know, my family's been in Texas since it was Mexico. So it's like, we don't take a lot of crap off a lot of people. So right. somebody tell me I can't go into my business. We're going to have an issue. Exactly. Now we did talk, we did talk about the, one of the requirements, a lot of the non-conservative states are, and I, I'm not saying anything's wrong with either party, except for we tend to lean more, we're more constitutionalists. We're not left or right. We're, we, we're what's right for the people. Yeah, and, that's me too. Yeah. And they are talking about, you got to put your name and phone number, and God only knows your address, but they take a picture of you walking in the door to prove you have a mask on, and they want them to take your temperature. And then if somebody tests positive and they find out all the places they went, not just at one place, but all the places, then they contact and they demand that list of the <laughs> customers. And I'm thinking, oh, but they don't require it for voting. Now, I'm not yeah, getting political, funny. but I thought, I thought that's kind of backwards that it's yeah. okay to not have an ID for one thing, but now on this, you have to have an ID. But even on HIV, they have deemed it unconstitutional to disclose that you have HIV to anybody. Right. Well, I mean, it it throws all your HIPAA HIPAA laws out the window. Yeah, yeah, we wouldn't wouldn't, uh, provide that kind of information to begin with. So, um, yeah, and nowhere in Texas is that even being discussed. So it's not, I think it's a moot point for us. Now, a lot of people have been asking us that. They're like, well, I don't want to go to a club if they're going to require me, even though one person said, well, they already got my ID. No, no, no. They gave you their ID. They didn't give the government that your, their ID. And like I told them at our club, when you joined our club, they just told us what was required for a private membership club. They never, ever once told us how we had to maintain the records. Well, once you filled all that information out, I don't even know what happened to those records. They just magically disappeared. So if the government did come in and demand our records, we had nothing to give them because they never told us how we had to maintain them. Like they do, gun dealers have to maintain them a certain way. They didn't tell us that way. I don't know how it is in Texas. That was in California. <laughs> it's it's the same thing. I mean, there's no there's 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 nothing that's written that says you have to operate this way if you're a private club and this way and stuff like that. So, you know, uh, I've had a situation before where somebody asked me for the records and I said we don't have anything. So, uh, and what what I'm getting at is we did a survey on Twitter and the survey came out 60% would not go to a club if they 
would turn over their information to the government just because people in the lifestyle want to be discreet. And I want people to know at least Players Club is not going to hand over any information. Well, you know what? You have three things on your side. One, you're in Texas. Right. Two, you've been in business for over 20 years. And three, you know the laws. And you're completely 100% legit. Legit. So you're completely safe. Yes. I mean, oh, yeah, sure. If anybody wants to ask me how the law works, I could bore you to death. But believe me, I did my homework and I did it for a reason. That's to protect our members because, uh, you know, without your members, you're not going to have a successful club. No, no it's and, the members that make the club. Well, Absolutely. that and, and um, caring owners. Right. There's a difference in a club where pe- where you care about your club versus just opening and taking money. Yeah. Yeah, some yeah. people think they, I I agree with that and I appreciate you, you you saying that because you know, we're we're always plowing money back in uh, remodeling and doing things like that. We had to stop our remodeling during this because it's like I had all the other bills that I had to keep paying. Uh, so the money we had set aside to, you know, make some new areas and do some remodeling, we had to we had to reallocate for survival mode. Yep. Yep. I get that. Exactly. So, um, would you like to tell anybody about anything about Texas players, why they should come visit? Cause we're coming to an end of our podcast and this is your shameless plug time to get it out there for the guest and let them know what, I mean, we did a video tour. Let's start there. We did a video tour with Tom mm-hmm. of Texas players a while back and he was wearing this pizzazzy blue jacket, sparkly blue jacket. But if you go to TomAndBunny.com, it's at the top of your screen if you're watching us, go to clubs and you can actually see how big this club is and how cool it is. They got VIP areas, they got play areas, they got a huge dance floor. The DJ booth takes up a whole entire wall and Mm -hmm. the bar. And you also serve food and you're adding food. Yes. So is this going to be permanent? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the big thing is, is we're, we're going uh, snobby. We're going to put in charcuterie trays. <laughs> so, because uh, I'm a big wine drinker. I uh-huh. wear my snazzy jacket, sit at the bar, drink my red wine, and now I'm going to have a charcuterie tray <laughs> with Italian meats and cheeses on it. Nice. <laughs> but now before, you only served like pizza and popcorn, right? <laughs> now- pizza and wings, things pizza and wings, things like that. We got a, we got a panini grill, a commercial panini grill, uh, today and, uh, delivered today. And so we're going to do that. And, uh, one of the things that we were remodeling was we were going to put a little bit bigger area to put in some bar food type of things and stuff like that. Yeah. Nice. That's awesome. Cause we, we, me and bunny are big firm believers. One thing that the owner of our club always taught us, if you want a successful club, A, you need 20 people in there before you even really open to make it look busy for when people walk in, they've got a festive um, feeling about them. And two, you got to have food. If you don't have food, they're going to leave and go home hungry. And the other thing, Tom, that I would add to that is you need to be in the used car business and have a lot of used cars sitting out in the parking lot. So that would work too. <laughs> or you make, gonna... make yourself look huge. <laughs> or you have to have a car show right before you open, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, when, you know, if people come to San Antonio and they want to look for the club to visit and stuff, we're the, I'm sorry, we're the only game in town. You so you're are. Have to, yeah. I mean, there's other clubs that have opened, but, you know, yeah. 
we tend to, you know, we enforce a dress code and we, you know, we don't put up with nonsense and things like that. And so, and so, you know, we, we, you know, shoot for a little bit higher caliber type of club environment, things like that. I mean, literally when you walk in, I'm going to be wearing a, a jacket and it's really neat because a lot of people are like, that's fun, Tom, where can I get one of those? Exactly. And they'll go get those. And so, but when we, but when there was another club in town, and I've seen this happen with, with clubs around the corner in Houston too, is, is that people will start and they'll drive to one club and they'll count the cars in the parking lot. And then they'll go to the other club and they'll count the cars there and decide which club they're going to go to based on how many cars are in it. And I've told people that said, you know, well, if you just park at one, pretty soon that one's going to be filled up. But it's like everybody's driving in a circle. I always tell people, you know, if you're going for numbers, oh, it's a numbers game. It is. But you also want quality too. You always yeah. you don't see on the websites people say we'll pick anybody. You see work quality <laughs> over quantity, and I always we always get people that would call us and say how many people are there. Come in and find out. They would come to our door and ask us how many people are in there. Pay to come in. You can go and count them. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Eventually, there'll be one of the additional numbers we're going to be adding up. Yeah, your couples are so diverse and they're all so ultra friendly. I, I yeah. really enjoy going there because I know when we go there, we're not going to sit in a corner. And we invite people because mm -hmm. we don't. Well, one of the th one of the things that we we like to do is is that um, you know, it, like I said, I think I said earlier was is that we built the club because it was the kind of place that we would want to go to, and so we've been to clubs where it's like we felt like an outsider when you go in there. So we have host mm -hmm. couples, and we'll show you around the club, and and we'll you know in, introduce you to people, and it's like I tell people, and we hold newbie um, uh, the first Friday of the month, we hold a newbie night, and so we come in and we'll sit down, and either I or somebody else with the experience we'll sit there and talk about you know what it is to in the swing of lifestyle what are the rules here you know ask before touching you know things like that and uh and that makes a lot of difference for people it, it sort of cuts the cuts the uh, the tension in the air because i remember the first time that my wife and i we went to a club we sat in the car you know in the parking lot for a good hour before we built that was me Bunny was ready to go in. I'm the one that sat there and uh, but we are 30 years old i'm watching nothing but 60 year olds walking into the club and now we were ended up running this club but i'm watching all these older couples that were twice our age and i was really not feeling it and bunny says let's go in what's the worst we can that can happen we leave we go home and i'm like all right you got a point there we ended up having such a great time because i had my blinders on in the car but when yeah. I went in, I took my blinders off. I opened myself up to talking to people and actually having a great time. And that was 20 years ago, mm -hmm. 22 years ago. Yes. So. Well, I, I, I don't think Bunny's ever been shy. <laughs> no. No. No, not at all. We have a rule. We have to get at least three couples names. Yep. We, ha we have to meet at least three couples. Um, before we leave for the night, if we don't meet three new couples, doesn't mean we have to play with them, but the, right. the odds are if we can meet three couples, chances are we're going to have a connection with at least two of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and then, that's what we tell people. And then when you go back in the next time and if they're there, then you've you still meet three new couples yeah. before you start venturing to your comfort zone. Because uh, yeah. we're a big advocate of not clicking up. And a lot of people will go to a club. They go to the same people. And pretty soon, people avoid those groups because they feel unwelcome. 
And that's why we all, we never sit down. You notice that when we go to your club, we really never sit down because we we can't meet people if we're not sitting. Or if we're sitting, we're not meeting people. Yeah. Well, I sit down because I'm an old man. Well, you, know? you sit down because you're there every night. You're open. <laughs> and they're going to find you regardless. <laughs> they're not going to come find Tom the Bunny. <laughs> yeah but you know but what's funny is is that you know like like you know when 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 we we all get together and stuff and you know we've been in this so long and, and we have met people and it's like and it's like we have friends in common you know we can go we, like we can go down to new orleans and it's like we can run into people that you know that we haven't seen in years but we know them or we mm-hmm. know somebody that knows them you know yep. and uh, i was up at a club in new york city one time uh, and uh, ran into somebody that says like oh you're from san antonio do you know so-and-so i said oh yeah they're our best friends right you know, so, I always you know tell it's, it's it's a small little world that's what I tell everybody. You know, the lifestyle community itself is n- now quite big, but it's also very small. It oh, is yeah. very small. And like I always tell people, you know, never be rude to anybody because the person you're rude to, the couple you may be interested in, may be that couple's best friend, and you just ruined all street credit of getting with mm-hmm. that couple. Well, you know what? It's funny because I'm going to do a little shameless plug for myself, too, with my helmet pigtails. Oh. Because I, I, you know, I make the helmet pigtails and I sell them online. Here, I'm going to put it on the screen for you, Tom. I do. I sell them worldwide. Well, the first first time we met you and was in Puerto Vallarta, and I was talking to and I told her what she did, and she says, my best friend orders from you. And she yeah. wants to know why she hasn't gotten them, but it's like, because I'm here in Puerto Vallarta <laughs> with you. So, yeah, yeah it's a small world. You Very know, you small just world. never know. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, no, we uh, we do wish you all the best. We Nothing but success. We can't wait till you're open, and we can't wait to come back out there again. We don't yeah. even know well, when we're going to go back to work. <laughs> Well, you need to just bring your motorcycle down here and we'll take you riding in the hill country again. Absolutely. That That was a blast that That day. That was. Where do we go? Lubick? What is it? Lukenbach. Lukenbach, (laughs) the song. Everyone knows the song. I didn't know the song. I still don't know the song. With with Waylon and Willie and his friends. And the boys. (laughs) But that was a great ride that day. There was about, what, five five bikes, and we just went all over the back roads. Well, we have to come back down so we can go on a weekend to see Bubba's big deck. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, near the river. Yeah, the river. yeah, yeah. Because yeah. no, it was closed at that time. Yep. Yep, yep. Yeah, they just reopened the river the other day. Oh, did they? Yeah. They got to wear a mask? No. It's Texas. It's Texas. Yeah, Texas. You don't have to do nothing in Texas. <laughs> They've had enough masked people running around in Texas. They don't want any more. I love how all the people are acting like criminals. What um, One person's like, they told us before we can't go into banks wear a mask. Now they tell us we can go into banks wear a mask. Yeah. One of our friends actually wore a duster, a cowboy hat, and the bandana as a mask, and they went shopping. <laughs> I, I'm having a problem with my phone recognizing me. Are you? Because of your yeah, beard? You, you know, it's supposed to, you know, it's supposed to recognize your face. <laughs> right. We got we, a little facial hair on we there We went and got haircuts. Yeah, I, I, this is my Corona beard, yeah. The corona beard, and you're supposed to shave it off. <laughs> don't you, well, don't I, you I'll shave it off when we uh, when we open the club. I actually think it looks good on you. I wouldn't I shave too. it. Go go yeah. for a while. Let your, let, your, let your audience at your club 
do, do a contest. Keep the beard or shave it. It's it's the woman I live with and love oh. very much. That she's the only one that <laughs> but, has that. But wait, that. wait. Is she the one you're playing with? <laughs> <laughs> you got earphones on, so she can't hear us, right? Uh-uh. <laughs> so I guess it's the one you're playing with that really kind of ranks. But yeah, you got to live with her. And, oh, I don't. Uh, no, I want to. And I know. And, and I know she's armed, so I, I wouldn't go to sleep at night. <laughs> yep. And she knows how to use it. She knows how to use it. She, he'll wake up with with a gun to his head and a razor to his face. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> You're shaving this off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Instead of a shotgun wedding, it's a shotgun saving. Shaving. It's shaving. Exactly. <laughs> Well, I, I'm going to ask you something. Just It's just for no other reason. I'm on a mask thing. Um, I With all the masks, I don't, I honestly, and I, I know I shouldn't say it because it's, we're politically incorrect. I don't really think the mask work because people, the way they're wearing them and cloth masks just aren't going to work here regardless. And they're telling people how to make masks out of socks. Yeah. When you open, I'm going to care, I'm curiosity, how many people... Just, just number. I don't know. I don't care who it is. I just want to know: Did twenty people out of a hundred come in wearing masks, or fifty-fifty, or nobody? I'm just kind of curious on how people are gonna um, approach a lifestyle club that's so socially interactive, but yet have a, a barrier. So I'm kind of curious on that. Yeah, because you know, I mean, the the purpose of a mask is like when doctors wear a mask and things like that is to prevent them from infecting you, right? And and so it's to hold that in. And so if you have to wear a mask to go out, it's typically to protect other people, correct? And so you know, we're we're gonna you know we're gonna reiterate to people that it's like if you have any concern about your health, please do not come out. That's that's what I'm saying. I would yeah. I would advise, but a lot of clubs aren't going to advise that. I think a lot of clubs are going to go for the money and say, "Come on out." And I I think your way is the the best way because you're going to actually last longer in business, yeah. making sure that you are honest with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't want to have to apologize to anybody. No. No, not at all. And you should never ever. Well, we always had a role at our club, and it it's different though. If you have to apologize, you shouldn't be there. Right. And that was our, our rule. Number one rule. That was even before touching, before asking, or asking before touching. If you have to apologize, just remember right right now, if you have to apologize for your actions, you shouldn't be here. Yeah. But you know what? Um, I'm And everybody is so now open to everything. We just went and visited our kids and our grandkids, and Tom's getting ready to have surgery now in 10 days. They're going to make me do the COVID test before surgery, so I'm kind of curious if I even had it before or at all. I don't know. Yeah, but we had found out the the day before we were going to leave that that's when surgery was scheduled for, and we were going to back out. And just stay at home. And just stay at home. But, uh, you know, our kids were so receptive to it, and we told him he, he can't even get the common cold right now. So, because they'll I, cancel surgery. I mean, everybody stayed their distance. I, I mean, he played with the kids and the babies and stuff. But yeah, if, I mean, you just tell people and they're and they've respect been very it. protective over their kids and everything. So we felt comfortable and yeah. we went to lunch with some friends and we went to a restaurant that just opened. We were the first people there and we were the table furthest away from everyone. And I was upwind from everybody. So the wind was to my back, blowing everything away from me. So, and I felt comfortable there. 
But like you said before, it's going to be, you know, you're definitely going to have to ask before you can hug somebody. But I think everybody's going to respect everybody's own ethics and their beliefs. Yep. So TexasPlayers.com in San Antonio, Texas, been around since 1999. Yeah, that's off the top of my head. I didn't write this shit down. (laughs) We have our little logo. It says Players Club Embrace the Lifestyle. Uh, Well, she doesn't have Embrace the Lifestyle, but I'll embrace the boobies. I have to bring it up, though. Yeah, 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 there you go. (laughs) You know, you said, though, um, making thongs is masks. Let me me see if I can make it bigger. Hold on. There you go. Can you see that better? Yeah, Yeah, that's full screen. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like you said, though, about wearing... um, uh, thongs as mask you just put your logo on upside down that way when you put it over yeah. <laughs> right free mask all right tom we definitely want to thank you yes thank, thank you so you. much this was hey. a lot of fun it was great seeing you guys it yes. really has been and definitely good luck on reopening and um not good getting... luck uh, much success much success when you do reopen because <laughs> you're going to need that money to pay all the the bills and everything get that party going again and um we do want to do a follow-up with you after it's all said and done we'll give it a couple months just let let everything flow and then we'll do a follow-up to find out how people are adjusting to the new world as they're predicting it to be great yeah because it's like it's 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 all going to be new territory for all of us oh yeah absolutely 100 percent. so yeah i'm gonna sign this off here you can hang around for a second but i'm gonna switch screens i'm gonna do my exit and we want to thank all of our listeners for listening and we definitely invite you to come back and join us go to our youtube follow us on instagram twitter at Tom and Bunny. It's going to say it right here in the exit, just like usual. But if you want to see this video, if you're listening to us on podcast, go to TomandBunny.com or YouTube.com forward slash Tom and Bunny. Hey, everyone. Thank you for listening to our podcast. And be sure to check out our videos and other podcasts on our website, TomandBunny.com. Also, start meeting couples and singles today. We have several affiliate links to popular matchmaking websites on our website, and you get free time. So definitely check out our website and click those links and join those websites today. Hi, this is Tom from the Players Club in beautiful San Antonio, Texas. Players has been the premier location for swingers to get together in Central Texas since 1999. Unfortunately, like all the other clubs across the country, we've had to shut down temporarily but that hasn't stopped the parties. We're hosting weekly online virtual swingers parties on our own private website. So come on down. Check us out online at www.texasplayers.com where you can join our newsletter, check out our calendar events, and we hope to see you soon at the Players Club when we reopen in San Antonio.